This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. When you think about freedom, justice, and hope, what comes to mind? This weekend, the Symphony Center presents Jazz Series, hopes to convey the meaning of those principles through music and words. The series will feature an immersive concert on Saturday at the Symphony Center with the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra. Joining us now to discuss is award-winning musician Wynton Marsalis. He's the co-founder and managing and artistic director of the orchestra. Hi, Wynton. Welcome to Reset. All right. How are you doing? Pleasure being doing, on. Thank you. Doing well. Thank you so much for being here. Also with us is Brian Stevenson, founder and executive director of the Equal Justice Initiative. That's a human rights organization in Montgomery, Alabama. He will be a special guest for the performance. Hi, Brian. Great to have you on. It's great to be with you. Brian, the title of the concert is Freedom, Justice, and Hope. What do those words mean to you? Well, I think Winton's music has powerfully connected the struggle for justice, the struggle for freedom, the aspirations of people who have been oppressed. Um, It's what has shaped so much of the beauty of American music and blues and jazz and, um, you know, his idea to kind of bring the words around that history with some of this extraordinary music is very affirming. I I just think you can't actually understand jazz. You can't understand the spirit of these great artists without understanding this quest, this struggle for freedom, this struggle for justice, and the hope that sustains and endures so many of us. What about you, Winton? When you think of freedom, <laughs> justice, and hope, what comes to mind? Well, first, I, I love hearing Brian speak about it, and he's the, he is the embodiment of it. And um, I think freedom is the thing that's granted in the Constitution. It's, it's an idea and it's a belief, and it's also a human struggle. Justice is what it takes uh, for us to make sure that there are that we accept the responsibilities that come with other people's freedom. We all agree on the need for our personal freedom. But when it comes to others, how do we feel? So justice is what's required to enforce uh, what, what we have to do. And then hope is what, what is equivalent to the blues and jazz. It's many times things don't work out because to balance that equation is very, very difficult. And the hope is what allows us to go out on that ledge and plant that flag every day. And I know, no one embodies that more than Brian does. Well, Winton, this uh, performance combines familiar classics and newly commissioned works. So let's let's break that down. Let's talk first about some of the jazz legends whose work will be featured. Well, we have John Coltrane, Alabama's famous piece that he wrote after the, the bombing in, in Birmingham that killed the little girl. Then we have uh, Charles Mingus, Meditations on Integration. Charles Mingus was at the forefront of the Jazz, jazz musicians who talked about civil rights in that time. And then we have Sonny Rollins' Great Freedom Suite from 1958. He was denied. It would rent an apartment to him, so he wrote the piece. Mm-hmm. He wrote this, this piece, and we couldn't play the first movement of that. Then those are some of the pieces. And of the, the, the new pieces, well, we, we're just talking about the legends right now, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, well, you can transition to the new ones, because, yeah, there's some new jazz pieces from, I, I know, two emerging composers Right. Uh, Josh Evans, a young trumpet player, fantastic piece he wrote. They took their commissions very seriously uh, for the massacre in Elaine, Arkansas. And um, this piece is very sophisticated and complex, with great voicings. He handled the big band very well, a lot of transitions, and it's a a sophisticated piece. 
And Dia Owens, fantastic bassist, wrote a piece for Ida B. Wells, who I know Brian is, is going to speak on. Uh, Ida B. was so for real about all the problems with lynching, and, and she, of course, was a, a younger person who was somewhat adversarial toward Frederick Douglass, but not in a, in a, in a respectful way. And he, he learned, he said he learned a lot from her and his encounters with her. And she stayed a, a, a gladiatorial about American freedoms and democracy for her entire life. Do you want to speak on that, Brian? Yeah, I just want to add that it's so appropriate that, you know, we're, um, that Winton and the Orchestra are performing that piece kind of on the road, I think, for the first time in Chicago, because, of course, Ida B. Wells was forced out of Tennessee after being born in Mississippi because of her advocacy, because she challenged racial terror and violence and the abuse of black women and girls and black men. And uh, her offices were bombed, and she went to Chicago, and she continued her advocacy. So I think it's appropriate uh, that this uh, that this piece will be uh, played in front of a live audience, uh, I think, for the first time in Chicago, because that's where Ida B. Wells continued her extraordinary advocacy. And all of the new music in particular speaks to this continuing struggle. The Elaine massacre is not well known to a lot of Americans, but it was a horrific uh, uh, time of mass lynching and violence against uh, black people in the Delta who were just trying to stand up for their rights. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were subjected to all kinds of violence. And the complexity of all of those issues is reflected in the music, but so is the strength and the struggle and the power and the yearning for justice, which, you know, which Winton was talking about. And um, I'm really excited that people are going to hear these pieces. Let's talk more about your role, Brian, because you're going to be narrating throughout the concert, and you're even going to join the orchestra on the piano for two of the selections, right? Well, that's right, and 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 uh, Winton is one of the most generous people I know, uh, and, and that he is uh, is uh, tolerating that. But no, I'm really <laughs> eager to to, and I love being with the orchestra. They're just unbelievably skilled musicians. But more than that, there's there's kind of a, a real history that surrounds everything, you know, that the jazz orchestra does, and certainly Winton's career has been really orbiting this kind of need to educate people. Um, and I'm really thrilled to just contribute to that in any way I can. I feel like he's been trying to teach not just musicians and artists this connection to history and struggle, but the whole world. And, you know, you listen to Blood in the Fields, Blood in the Fields are all rise. Uh, you know, he did from the uh, plantation to the penitentiary years before people had actually focused on the challenges of our criminal legal system. And so I'm really honored um, to be with him and the orchestra to just provide some context for the incredible uh, pieces that, that the audience will hear. Uh, and and to sit down uh, to play with them even for a little bit is you know like a dream come true. It's it's yeah. uh, you know for somebody like me it, it doesn't get any better than that. And so I'm greatly honored by that opportunity. Yeah, this show sounds in- incredible. Winton, is there a particular piece that you're excited about? Well, I want to say that Brian he's being too humble. So I want I want to say that I'm from he, he came, we were in the hall a few years ago. And he came to we, we had my dressing room which has a piano in it. And he started playing, man, I love this song from John Coltrane, you know, uh, and, and he, all the changes. And he is very sophisticated in his playing. He comes out that church tradition. And I want to say that I have, uh, for years, just backstage, I always meet people who say, yeah, I used to play trumpet. Or 
I used to do this, or now I stopped playing. And I think that it's so, uh, I feel like we need to have more connection between accomplished professionals who play music and the, and the understanding that the music is something we all share and can share. So yeah. when Brian stands up there, just the courage that he has to play with us, because it's difficult to go from speaking with the type of virtuosity and depth and intelligence and specificity that he deals with very complex subjects then to leave in that same thing and go play music, which is in another orbit of thought. But he does such a fantastic job and plays with so much taste and elegance. And I know he's sneakily practicing this whole time. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's fantastic for us. And, uh, you know, the pieces, yeah, I think I think all of the I, – I really, I'm really proud of the pieces my young people wrote. I think what India wrote and what Josh wrote. Because when you commission pieces, you never know what, what someone is going to do. And even as someone who's been commissioned, you do the best you can do, and you don't know how your piece is going to turn out necessarily. But I felt yeah. like they took their commission so seriously, did so much research on what they wanted to write, and they addressed it. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's going to be enjoyable, you know, to, to, to hear what, what they did again. And we're looking forward to, to working with Brian. We all are such big, huge fans of his, and even greater when we, we're in his presence and hear how, how, how cogent and clear his thoughts are about subjects that are really, really more and more pressingly, uh, they, they're more on us every day. We, we see yeah. what's going on out here in the world in general. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's yeah. important to address these issues. You're listening to Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. And with us are award-winning jazz musician Wynton Marcellus and Equal Justice Initiative founder Brian Stevenson. We're talking about an immersive concert that they're part of on Saturday at the Symphony Center. It pays tribute to important moments and figures in Black history. Coming up in five minutes, grappling with family secrets is no easy task. We're going to talk with the playwright and director of a play that does exactly that. Brian, you, you've said that the justice movements that have mattered in this country have been sustained by artists and uh, that there's a soundtrack to people doing justice work. Expand on that. Well, I just think it's hard to endure the humiliation and the degradation, the abuse of something like enslavement. We haven't really grappled with all of the anguish, all of the suffering that that institution created. And, and everybody around you is kind of denying your humanity. So you have to find your own way to hold on to your humanity. And rhythm and song was key to the survival of enslaved people and the spirituals that came out of that era have such enduring power that we sing them today. And after emancipation, when people were promised all of these freedoms, but were denied them and were threatened with violence and lynching and terrorism. You know, to cope with that promise being crushed, there had to be art, there had to be music, there had to be hope. And I think the blues and jazz give, gave voice to that. And it created a space for people, again, to hold on uh, to their humanity. Um, throughout the civil rights era, people sang. And we end the program with the great anthem, We Shall Overcome, because you can't understand that struggle, that march toward freedom, the mm -hmm. courage that it took to kind of get out there in front of people you knew were going to beat and batter and bloody you. Uh, and so, yes, there is this kind of inexorable link between music and arts and the struggle for justice. And it's just exciting when talented musicians uh, like the Lincoln uh, Center Jazz Orchestra and Winton uh, try to find ways to express that, to make that real and visible. And that's what excites me about these performances is that we got to 
talk about this connection in ways that hopefully people can see and feel and touch and hear. And you'll have a conversation after the concert, too. Right, Brian? Uh, any chance I get to talk to Wynton Marsalis is fun and exciting <laughs> for me. I think, uh, and so yes, we'll get to do that. He's and uh, how I feel about him. <laughs> can I just say that your relationship is so delightful to to listen to, and 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 just it's, it's just great. I, I love you. Have man. such respect I mean, I, for each other. I, it's I, clear. For a long time, I didn't walk to him. I was always looking at what he did. I mean, you know, I just I have so much respect for him, and yeah, I just I'm I'm honored to be up there up there with him to be and in in our orchestra feels the same way. It's just was true. Yeah, well, it's completely mutual. Well, Winton, what do you hope folks take away from the event? Um, I, I hope they know what what EJI is and go down to see the museum and uh, be a part of be a realize that what what. Brian's ultimate message is we're all a part of this, and it, we, we have to we have to act on what we would like to see to create the world we want to see. And you know we have longstanding fans. We've been in the, in the Symphony Center for many many years. We consider it a second home. There's a lot of friends, and we just want people to be uplifted as we are when we hear them speak and when we learn about our history and understand that it's a long we're we're going on a long road, and this is we we have to tend to our section of that road. Yeah. You um, you also have a performance on Friday that celebrates your music. So looking back on your life and your career, what would you say you're most proud of? Um, you know, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm more, I guess, just the, the, my father and like the older musicians, the kind of hope that we, we gave them about that we would continue to play the music and strive for the highest levels. Not just him, a lot of the old jazz musicians of all the races, too, not just black musicians. Mm-hmm. I talked to many of the white musicians who were gone now, like Jerry Mulligan was a mentor of mine. We used to, used to book my septet at Ravinia, which is in Chicago. And they all had aspirations for our country and for our music. So if I could say I'm proud of something, it's just that the, how we all came together in the orchestra and we did things that they, that they were proud of. And we, the ones that have passed on, we sent them on right with a feeling of, okay, this music is not just going to Yes, Well, Brian, I'll ask you what I asked Winton. Your hopes for what people walk away with from the event this weekend? Well, I, I hope they'll walk away appreciating that when you hear this great music, when you reflect on the extraordinary artists that have created this music, you'll connect to not just what you hear, but to the yearnings they had for a better world, for a more just world. There's a justice deficit in this country. We all have an opportunity uh, to do something about that. And I really do hope people will leave and be inspired to find new ways to engage in, you know, what this music is all about, which is creating a world where every person's humanity and dignity can be affirmed and respected, where we can sit with one another and hear great music and enjoy it, knowing that we will all be treated fairly and uh, appropriately when we leave. And, uh, you know, and that's, that's the vision I think that has inspired so many before. And it's certainly what inspires me. Justice deficit. I think I'm going to steal that one, Brian. (laughs) Feel free. (laughs) That's Brian Stevenson with the Equal Justice Initiative and award-winning jazz musician Wynton Marsalis. You can catch them at the Symphony Center on Saturday for an immersive concert called Freedom, Justice, and Hope. Now, for more information and tickets, visit CSO.org. 
Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.